The following has been brought to you by SJP World Media. I'm too all over for this. <laughs> I'm not a well man. Welcome to the Doctor Who pod. And oh my goodness, have I missed saying that. This is our first episode of season four of the show. And it's it's a welcome return. Because like I just said, I've missed this. And I've missed my partner in time as well. I've not spoken to you properly in quite a while, Dan. How are you doing, sir? I am starting as I mean to go on. I'm hungover and I'm ill as shit. <laughs> <laughs> Standard. Nothing's changed, yeah. Uh, yeah, it has been a while, just... Uh, life and all the all the regular mundane shit getting in the way but i am very happy to be back uh back with season four and uh we're doing things just a little bit differently today because i've been watching too much tiktok <laughs> okay <laughs> so uh, this is our draft episode this is what we normally do uh to sort of dictate to us by luck and ch- chance i suppose as to what we uh what we look at for the season, our normal format is one story per Doctor per season, um, with the odd exception of special episodes and so on. We have our standard four guests lined up. They have had their picks, because obviously the guests go first, so they have chosen the Doctor and story they want. So what is left just basically comes down to a little blue plastic thingy that you've got. It does, yeah, but because I've been watching uh, a roll for sandwich on TikTok where a guy uses sets of dice and pure luck to make his lunch, (laughs) uh, I've decided to order as close to a TARDIS blue eight-sided die as I can. It's got little patterns on it as well. It does look awesome. So what we're going to do is roll first. First roll will be odds or evens to determine who goes first, myself or Sty, and then I've assigned each remaining doctor a number one to eight, and we'll just leave it to complete luck, uh, which doctor we get. And no doubt, Sai will have a piss and a moan and get confused. And this is yeah. the second time I've explained it to it, and it just sat there looking at me <laughs> completely vacant. Um, this is going to go swimmingly. Uh, the doctor's already taken by our guests. Uh, Tom Baker's gone, Eccleston's gone, Tennant's gone, and Capaldi's gone. Right. So that leaves us one to eight with... Hartnell, Troughton, Pertwee, Davison, Colin Baker, McCoy, Smith and Whitaker. Indeed it does. Indeed it does. And it's a bit frustrating, I'm not going to lie, because I twigged the other day that you know this is our show, this is our podcast, and literally season one, the very first story we covered, is the only time I've got to pick a Tom Baker story. <laughs> <laughs> literally well, the very first story. We'll have uh, we'll have a think on uh, on season five, and we'll maybe do things a bit differently, and and give ourselves back a uh, a bit more control. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Well, I've actually I've got an idea that I'll ju- I'll float off air to you that I've just okay. remembered that I thought of last night after uh, after a couple of high percentage Tartarus stouts. <laughs> and there's a code you can use for that, isn't there? 
Apparently, yeah. I'm not not really sure. I think there's this little podcast out there called Unbooking the Territory. <laughs> and if you use their if you use our promo code UTT Podcast fifteen at uk, you can get yourself fifteen percent off some fine alcoholic beverages. There we go. I know and somewhere the- up north, Rob is smiling. Yeah, his ears just pricked up out of nowhere and he just sat up straight in his chair as he knows something's <laughs> going on, but isn't quite sure what. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, excellent stuff. Uh, my picks then, Dan, are quite oh, the are, are, we, are we revealing them now? Or no, we, no, no, uh, no, no, no. I'm not going to reveal them. Okay. I'm just uh, telling you how my mindset went before anything comes out. I've picked stories that I personally enjoy. Mm-hmm. I've picked uh, a story that is linked to me and my childhood. Yeah. And... I've also picked some that, according to various reviewers and websites online, are either very, very good or complete shit. Because I had a thought <laughs> earlier on, if we keep picking stuff that's really good, by the time we get into like season seven, eight, nine of our podcast, we're going to be watching awful crap every single week. And that'll get depressing. So, <laughs> Fair point. I've uh, I've gone I've actually carried over my unused picks from uh, last season, the last time we did the draft. Okay. So I've carried those over in their logic because I figured they were good enough to make the list first time round. So why not do it now? Uh, one doctor in particular, if I get um, if I get that one, I've actually got two picks, and I'm gonna give you. I'm actually gonna give you the choice. We'll sort of talk it out and see how we go. Um, and but my logic ranges from bit of in-depth research into what the, you know roughly what the story is the synopsis whether it sounds like a good idea what type of villains in the story and we've not seen for you know not really covered on the show for a little bit and one of them is literally because i have no recollection of the show whatsoever and it'll just be a mystery fair enough sounds good yeah so <laughs> like careful consideration to complete arbitrary bullshit which i think sums up uh, our show perfectly 100%. That's the whole vibe that we aim for and succeed with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Shall we get to rolling then? Yes, indeed. Let's do it. So, the first question is because I'm rolling the dice and I'm hundreds of miles away, do you want odds or evens? Uh, evens. Okie doke. I've rolled an eight, so you go first. Okay. Unless, unless you want to pass it on. No, 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 no. Let's do it. Let's just let's just crack on. Let's 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 have okay, a do. Right. So first roll coming up. Your first doctor will be. That's number six. So you've got Sylvester McCoy. Ah, oh, fantastic. That's funny. Cause, I mean, we're gonna show. We're gonna cover these stories in the order they come out on the dice, aren't we? Yes, we are. Yeah. So we started with Sylvester McCoy last season, didn't we? Yeah, it was the Curse of Fenric. It was my pick. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Huh. Uh, oh, my. That my Sylvester McCoy story is one that we spoke about very vaguely, sort of dancing around the outskirts of it uh, quite regularly on the show. I'd like to take a look at the Silver Nemesis. Okay, okay. It's a Cyberman story, and it's purely because this is the story that there's a scene that gave me nightmares as a child. Brilliant. So it's, um, I was terrified of the Cybermen, had nightmares over and over and over again, literally screaming, waking up in the night, running downstairs, nightmares about Cybermen. And I've told the story numerous times on the show. It comes from this particular tale. We have McCoy, we have Ace, we have Cybermen. Uh, the story itself might be brilliant, might be shite. We'll find out. Brilliant. And I finally get some revenge uh, after having to watch uh, the, do- uh, the Nightmare Child. <laughs> Exactly, yeah. yeah. And the thing is, the scene that I picture in my head may not even exist. Mm. 
because you know i might be remembering it wrong i mean it's 30 years ago so you know 30 32 years ago whatever it may well be so that's going to be interesting as well but i know it was this particular story that started my childhood fear of the cybermen so yeah i love that pick of silver nemesis mate it's going to be uh, going to be a fun one now my pick for mccoy was going to be time in the rani from 1987 and it's purely because i wanted more rani in my life yeah fair enough that was one of the more arbitrary bullshit picks yeah that's <laughs> with um uh mel the companion isn't it no i, I believe yeah and she's somebody even though mccoy was my era it was very much mccoy and ace were what i remember as a kid yeah. So whenever I watch anything that Ace isn't in, and Mal is the compa Bonnie Langford, I think the the actress yes. was. Yeah. Yeah. It just always seems a bit weird to me. But that's one yeah. we can definitely look at for an, another season in the future. Well, if I if I get McCoy again, that's what'll happen. So. <laughs> right. My first Doctor. Here we go. Let's go. I've rolled a three, so I've got John Pertwee. Oh, okay. Uh, who I didn't get last season, so that's uh, an interesting one. Uh, I'm taking us back to 1973, and we're going to watch Carnival of Monsters. Oh, okay. I don't know if you remember this one or know it, but the basic gist of it is that the Doctor and Joe are shrunk and trapped for entertainment purposes. They're, they're, ex, um, they're essentially, I think, like... They just play things almost, and mm. it, it it feels like it could have inspired Heaven Sent that we covered previously and absolutely loved. So I'm very much looking forward to uh, to getting into that. Yeah, there's a couple of really weird, almost um, well, I suppose the name says itself, carnival characters in there who do like a, a sort of magic act or something, and they're dressed in lots of multicolored clothes. And the actress who plays the lady in that uh, duo. I'm fairly certain she did quite a bit of TV back in the 70s and the 80s and so on, quite a famous actress and that. So, yeah, I've watched that, not recently, but recently enough to have some memories of it. So, yeah, interesting. Okay. Yeah, what was uh, what was yours going to be? Mine was going to be Terror of the Autons. Okay. Purely because I watched it back uh, several months ago, and I remember sending, I think I sent you a picture of the little rubber bad guy in it. And it's just absolute nonsense. But the story yeah. is fantastic. So it makes, I thought it would make for a good talking point because it would be, it's a really good story, but the effects are very much of its time and haven't aged well. But uh, Carnival of Monsters, yeah, definitely. Looking forward to talking about that. Great stuff. So your second do- Doctor will be... Oh, shit. That's number seven. So you, oh, fuck's sake. You've got Matt Smith again. Oh, okay interesting uh my matt smith pick is going right back to the beginning i'd like to look at 11th hour the very first story with matt smith because i think that it was quite an important episode of doctor who with tenant being so popular if matt smith's doctor had shit the bed in these early episodes it could have had a pretty big effect on the show itself yeah so this is to me and i remember it being a bit creepy when people are sort of took over by the, the alien cloned or whatever it may well be. Yeah. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of talking points in that one. Okay. Um, ne- positive and negative, to be honest, but you, you're quite right in Matt Smith had to hit the ground running. He really yes. did. Um, and it's, <laughs> it's a funny one because it's what I call the baby Smith era. 
because like just facially he really grew he literally aged and grew into the role yes like over the course of his series so it was uh, yeah we're gonna we're gonna get into the in depth on that one because that is an episode i've watched a lot oh brilliant stuff okay i'm glad about that what would what would it have been if you had smith it, w- it would have been the god complex from 2011 since oh, last time okay. because i fucking love that story um, I think it's incredibly underrated an epi- as an episode, and we're big on sort of the uh, the side characters on this show. And mm-hmm. I really wanted to have a, have a discussion about Rita in that episode. Uh, and I know you've watched it recently, or relatively recently, uh, with your youngin mm-hmm. and, your, and your Doctor watch along. So it was going to be uh, going to be an interesting one to uh, to get the thoughts on. But alas, God Complex has to wait for at least another season. It does, mate. It does. We'll get there, though. We'll get there. Yeah, we will. Right, my second. Yes, okay, this is good. So pure, purely by look, I've rolled number one, which is William Hartnell. Okay. And this is the one that I have two options that I think we need to talk out. Okay. Because coming up at time of recording, November is the 60th anniversary uh, of Doctor Who, and it's heavily rumoured that uh, Neil Patrick Harris will be playing the Celestial Toymaker. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So what I wanted to do was go back and watch the 19, from 1966, Celestial Toymaker. The thing is, this is mostly lost. And there's, oh. only, what, there's only one part of it on BritBox. So we'd essentially have one episode or one piece of media to watch. And it's not even been put into cartoon or still format, as far as I could find. Um but it might just be an interesting thing to watch with the upcoming anniversary in mind. Right, okay. So it's either that or 1965's Space Museum, which very much like um, very much like the uh, the pert we pick. Uh, the uh, the Doctor and the companions uh, are kidnapped and, and forced to be museum, uh, museum exhibits. So I was curious to see how that played out. Mm, I'll tell you what. If, if you're asking for my input on that, I think that the Celestial Toymaker would make a more interesting conversation. Yeah. It's that, just that how, we go, it's how we'd go about getting to talk about it and review it properly. I think there's going to be plenty on it out there. Okay. As, as a lost episode, and, and there'll be... There will be th- there will be things to talk about and, and see, even if a lot of it's how we look at look at it going forward. Mm-hmm. So if I put the celestial toy maker down for now, go away, have a look, see what I can find. If it doesn't pan out and it's going to end up being a bit of a shit episode, uh, we'll go to space museum. How does that yeah. sound as a backup? Yeah, sounds sounds fine. I also think as well at some point we are going to be covering episodes that are now turned into cartoon form or still form or are missing altogether. Yeah. And I think sitting down at some point and having a proper conversation about the missing episodes of Dr. Who and some of the controversy around those and people Mm. hoarding them and then them being discovered in various places could, could make for an interesting chat as well. So if we do go with the toy maker, maybe we could tie that into the same thing. Yeah, could do actually. That'd be uh, that'd be that'd actually be a really fun sort of special mm-hmm. episode. We're talking about all the lost stuff and, and all the stories around that. And I think it was one. It was one lot of reels was found in a BBC storage uh, place in I can't remember exactly where it was. Somewhere in Africa, it might have been Ethiopia or Nigeria, Nigeria. or something like that. Like Nigeria, oh, it was Nigeria. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, second guess myself. Um, so yeah, that'd be fun. So that's the first four picks. We're halfway through. 
are you wanting, just out of curiosity, is there any Doctor that you're actually really looking forward to getting on not so hot on with the picks that you've got? Well, who's left now? Triton? So, uh, we've got Pertwee. Uh, sorry, Trout. Uh, fucking can't even read. Uh, we've got... <laughs> Jesus. We've got Troughton, Davison, Colin Baker and Jodie Whittaker. Um, nah, I'm, I'm happy with whatever, I suppose, really. All right, um, fair enough. I think, if anything, as odd as it sounds, because it's somebody that I've not really sung the praises of massively on the show, I'm maybe even lean towards Jodie Whittaker, which, if you asked mm-hmm. me at the start of our podcast and you gave me the names Triton, Davidson, and Whittaker, she would have come last. But yeah. Yeah, there we go. Mm, interesting. Also, actually looking at it, as I've been sort of keeping my files for this show, I believe this is epi- I think this is episode forty-eight, but I can't remember if we if we if I counted the uh, the reaction podcast of Power of the Doctor. So if okay. we class that as not if we class that as non-canon, this is episode forty-eight. So Pertwee's Carnival of Monsters will be our fiftieth episode, regular season that. episode. Look at that! Eh? We're bloody uh, great. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, moving on. Your next pick. That's one again. Eight, Jodie Whittaker. Oh, look at that. I love the way that we can hear the dice being rolled as well. Via the yeah, it's a, it's, a little, it's a little bit extra for, for people at home. A, yeah. The ASMR thing, does that count? I don't know. I'm not sure, but yeah, it works. Um, my Whittaker pick for this season is Eva the Daleks. Quite a recent one. Okay. Uh, it's a whole... I mean, first of all, it's a Dalek story, so that's great. Secondly, it's a sort of a time loop kind of thing isn't it where it keeps going back on itself and back on itself and i love that aspect i've watched it once when it aired thought it was fantastic then and i'm coming up to that now with my watch back with charlie as well so it might coincide with the time i actually watch it with charlie because we've only got three episodes of the flux left and then the three specials and we're done so we're getting through it quite quickly and also it's got the comedian is it ainsley b in it ashley ashley b yeah, and I got I fancy her a bit, so why not? Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get, we're gonna get another old Clara situation. <laughs> I don't think we've got any Clara stories, have we? Uh, yes, we. Oh no, no, we don't. No, we don't. I don't think because you picked eleventh hour for Matt Smith. Damn it! <laughs> oh, just going back to googling Jenna Coleman, I suppose. <laughs> Shot yourself in the penis there, mate. I did indeed. <laughs> and that's not where anyone wants to get shot. <laughs> oh, God, no. Right, moving swiftly on, my next one. That's Hartnell again. That's McCoy. Colin Baker. Oh, interesting. Okay, so I'm going to go back to 1985, and we're going to have Revelation of the Daleks. No way. So we've, got, so we've got two Dalek episodes back to back, and I purely picked it because we've not had Daleks as the main villain for a while, so it seems like a good idea. That was <laughs> really got two back to back. Really? Yeah, that's what I got, Revelation of the Daleks, yeah. Oh, God, it's, it's, it's like we've got a hive mind. Yeah. I have a very low intelligence, but a hive mind nonetheless. So before we carry on, um, what was going to be your Whitaker pick? Oh, sorry, my Whitaker pick. Yeah, I completely forgot. Uh, my Whitaker pick was going to be the Surunga Conundrum. Because I have no recollection of it whatsoever. Oh, I mean, I probably watched that recently, and I don't remember what that is. 
Exactly. So it could be great. It could be shy. It could be well, as we've just alluded to there, completely forgettable. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my Hartnell pick. I think we didn't uh, cover that one either. It was going to be the chase. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because it was Ian and Barbara's last episode, and Vicky was a companion in it as well. So that's somebody I don't think we've seen yet. Yeah. So that that could have been quite interesting. But the, go looking at some potentially missing episodes and so on, uh, and if not, the space museum ticks all the boxes for me. Love that. So. Yeah. Well, actually, I was thinking the on the back of doing the celestial toy maker, um, the of do, of making one of next season's special episodes, a um, an, an actual look into all the uh, all the lost ones. Yes. Seeing what's there and what's not, you know, because I think that's going to spend, me and you will spend at least an hour and a half on that. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Very gobshites we are. Right. So who have we got left? We've got Troughton and Peter Davison. So, Indeed. Two of actually, two of our probably favourite doctors on the show. Yeah, definitely. definitely. That's Whitaker again. That's Hamill again. <laughs> number two you, you, I've got you a number two sir you've got Triton oh, Triton okay uh, for Triton this series I would like to have a look at the Mind Robber Ooh, okay now I believe it does all exist on BritBox or ITVX you can get uh, the Doctor Who Classic on there as well we've got to pay the subscription there also and it's not set in space or the past or anything like that it's set in this kind of fictional land uh, with fictional monsters and all this sort of stuff. And I mean, Jamie's a great companion as well. He's there. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, again, it's one that I watched a long time ago and I remember really enjoying it, but my memory could be playing tricks on me. So it's always, always the way, isn't it with us? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I, remember this, I remember this being really good. Oh, that was wank. <laughs> yeah that's like the whole of the a-team for me by the way but um, <laughs> uh, what no, was going to be your choice well i've looked at mind robber uh before for for a trout and pick but mine's going to be the macro terror from ah, 1967 okay. because it's one of the highest rated um serials of, of trout's era and it's um and it's, and it's still all intact, which is a miracle. And compared to your pick, uh, your Troughton pick last season, it's only four episodes. <laughs> I that was my logic the, at the time. I toyed with the idea of Dalek's master plan for my heart, Nolan. No. I thought, <laughs> no, if, if we do that, if we do that, or when we do that, that will be that will have to be a season in itself, or half a season. Yeah. Because so the, the flux. How would we break the flux up? We'd have to do half a season on the, just on the flux yeah okay that's the only way to do it really yeah. um, I have actually been thinking about this for like the for like the Daleks master plan and the flux we could do like I said we could do a full season of, of shorter episodes just on Daleks master plan but <laughs> maybe toy with our guests and just get them to get them to watch one piece of it <laughs> <laughs> yeah completely out of context <laughs> yeah just to see just to see what what the hell is going on if but it's kind of an experiment because if you were going to drop into this and think and say i'm going to pick up i'm going to watch doc 2 and see what it's all about is there enough in one part of a 12 part series to get you hooked and see what happens or would it just lose you completely the, when I looked into Dalek's Master Plan a while back, um, the the story apparently was that there was a couple of different people writing it, 
I believe this, I might be getting confused with a different story, but I think it's this one just because of the length of it. And they would purposely leave a really difficult cliffhanger at the end of the episode because the next guy would, because they were alternating episodes. So they'd leave a tricky cliffhanger for the next person to try and get out of somehow. And it's almost a one upmanship. So that could be, that that could be quite interesting going forward. But yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll revisit that at a later date because we've obviously got a lot a long way to go before we start running out of episodes. Oh, indeed. <laughs> um, on to well, my last pick then, Peter Davison. Mm-hmm. Don't have to roll the dice for that one, so no more clack- clattering and clanking about. I'm afraid, I'm afraid people who are enjoying that. Uh, I'm going to 1984 with Planet of Fire. Um, okay. Again, it's a pretty highly regarded story, um, and from what from what my notes say, I can't remember. I must have looked into it. A lot of significant stuff happens, and we've got Anthony Ainley as the master. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, I don't know anything about that whatsoever. So that's going to be... I like that when we look at a story that either A, I've not seen, or B, I've seen once and can't remember. Yeah, yeah. I do I do as well. Obviously, a lot of the old stuff I've not seen, or well, never seen, or, or anything like that. So I'm going with no preconceived notion, just... I love it or hate it, mostly love it. So that's our picks then, I'll just run them down quickly. Uh, Sylvester McCoy's uh, story that we're covering is Silver Nemesis, followed by John Pertwee and Carnival of Monsters. Matt Smith's episode is The Eleventh Hour. William Hartnell, either The Celestial Toymaker or The Space Museum. Uh, Jodie Whittaker is Eve of the Daleks. Colin Baker is Revelation of the Daleks. Patrick Troughton is Mind Robber. And Peter Davison is Planet of Fire. And our guests this season have picked uh, Invasion of Time uh, with Tom Baker. They've picked The Unquiet Dead with Eccleston. Uh, They've picked uh, Stolen Earth. I can't remember the second part of it, but it's the Stolen Earth two-parter, the season finale to uh, to Catherine Tate's series. Uh, with David Tennant and picked the pilot with uh, Peter Capaldi. I was going to say who our guests are, but I think I'll leave that to uh, to announce the, the week before the shows. Yes. And also, we we don't have the uh, we don't have the official date set or running. You know, we just set up the set up the running order as we go. So there we go. So next week on the show, we begin our look back at who new and old with Sylvester McCoy, the Silver Nemesis, then. We do indeed, yeah, and uh, the episodes will be on the way uh, for my uh, for my Edge of Reality miniseries. The note, like I say, the notes are all made. It's just I've been been bloody ill this week and busy last week, so I've not had a chance. Fair enough. Fair but enough. It'll be along shortly for uh, for about the three people who've been enjoying that. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That, that's all that matters, boss man. There you go. There we go. The boss man, you silly sod. <laughs> uh, I've missed this, my friend, and I think that is a fantastic selection of stories, old and new. Uh, some we know, some we don't. Some that have got great reviews, some that we're unsure about. I think it's going to be a, a good season coming up. It is indeed, and we haven't even mentioned our specials that we're going to cover this season. Indeed. So before you before you go too far into wrapping up, uh, we were going to do last season the Peter Cushing uh, Dalek Invasion of Earth movie. Uh, we sat that off for a revisit of Power of the Doctor, uh, so we're gonna we're actually gonna go back to it and do it properly this season. We're gonna <laughs> stick to our guns and uh, and get that done. And 
we had said beforehand that we've done the three doctors, we've done the five doctors to very well loved and very well done uh, specials involving multiple doctors. Yes. Now, this wasn't an anniversary special to my knowledge, uh, my very sparse knowledge, but I found out yesterday that there is a cro- another crossover episode where Colin Baker's doctor uh, has a, a serial or a two parter with Patrick Troughton and Jamie. So we're going to look at that. We've we've been pleasantly surprised, I think, by uh, by two out of the three uh, Colin Baker stories that we've that we've looked at. So we're going to give Baker a double bubble, effectively, indeed, and, uh, and do two Colin Baker stories this season. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Looking forward to that. It'd be interesting to see because I was we've seen some really good Colin Baker, as you said, Dan. But then the guy also gets a lot of flack as well. So it'd be yeah. interesting to see looking at two stories there, especially, you know, one of them is a Dalek story, which, mm-hmm. you know, the Daleks, Doctor Who, it's, it's quite synonymous, isn't it? And the other one involves a Doctor and a companion that we both really, really enjoy, as well as Colin Baker. So it'd be interesting to see if these hold up in a, a positive light as well, won't it? Yeah, and, and I'm really looking forward to seeing how Colin Baker's Doctor interacts with with somebody like Trouton, you know, with mm-hmm. like Trouton's Doctor, because I, I get the feeling that we're going to get a very irritable um, and, and annoyed Colin Baker. Yes. Who will be, it'll just be constantly pissed off at the, the sort of the tomfoolery and the, the, the more sort of whimsical side of Troughton. But then I don't think Troughton would take any uh, any of Colin Baker's bullshit either. No, no, I imagine not. Is, I think this might be, because obviously it's in colour, being Colin Baker's era. Mm. I think this might be the one where Triton returned and refused to dye his hair so he had right. quite a bit of gray in there when normally he's got like the black almost beetle style mop hasn't he so i think that yeah. was that's i think that was brought up as a bit of an issue for the show that, that they clashed on production about and so on but we'll know more when we dive into it and, and look into it and do our research and so on so yeah it's, it's going to be funny either way it's it's, a, it's another really good running order and and one that, with a lot of stuff that i'm completely unaware of so can go either way exactly mate exactly looking forward to it uh before we depart this week though do you want to let everybody know whereabouts they can find your good self online and all the brilliant shows and content you are involved in yeah it's going to be a quick wrap up from me because my voice is actually just starting to go uh, so you can find me on twitter at dan griffin 21 and if you want to hear more of me waffling on about stuff uh, i'm on unbooking the territory uh, where we look at the first and last of professional wrestling uh, myself and utt rob uh, we're on twitter at utt podcast and our side project uh, unbooking the tankatory where we look at the life and times of the in-ring career of tank abbott in wcw that's on twitter at utt tank and we have another side project which may be out or may still be upcoming by the time this airs it's called unputting the territory where we look at the only time a wrestling championship has changed hands by means of legitimate sporting competition and rob talks me into watching the being the elite gator golf tournament (laughs) for what the fuck is my life (laughs) brilliant stuff (laughs) Uh, uh, anything i'm involved in you can find via the network that carries this show so that's at sjp world media on twitter and facebook and sjp world media all over your podcast players platforms and providers and there's something for everyone i think on the network Uh, pretty much every day of the working week and sometimes on the weekends as well there's a new show and it can be covering television 
such as the Doctor Who pod here. We have the waiting room looking at Quantum Leap with Benny Mac. We have plenty of wrestling content, Nitro Nights. We have chain wrestling. We have people looking at modern day WWE with In the Corner and regularly scheduled hostilities. And we also have a show looking at the BBC murder series, Murder in Mind, with our good friend Morty from the Morty and Fitch podcast. Plenty of stuff going on on SJP World Media. Make sure you're giving it a follow online and a subscribe. Uh, Hit that notification about etc 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 so you know whenever a new episode drops but most importantly you can find and follow this show the doctor who podcast on facebook and twitter at the doctor who pod that's at the d-r-w-h-o-p-o-d at the doctor who pod that was so slick that's just off the top of my head as well <laughs> yeah. well that's that's what happens when you record 10 podcasts a week Exactly. It, it, just, it turns into like a routine now. <laughs> if I get it wrong, I start twitching. Cause I'm just, you know. <laughs> I thought you'd just been spending too much time with Marty. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> I, love you. I love you more. We haven't recorded for a little while. Gotta get back to that. Gotta get back to that. Yeah, we do love you, Marty. You know, I'm, oh, God, I'm reco- we're recording one of the uh, uh, the uh, the latest Vision podcasts uh, this, upcoming, uh, this upcoming Wednesday. It's going to be a clusterfuck. <laughs> fantastic stuff if anyone has not heard the morty and fitch podcast make sure you check that out you can find that on spotify itunes and all those great places as well but yes at sjp world media and at the doctor who pod i've missed this i'm glad it's back and we get to look at sylvester mccoy and the scary scary cybermen next week i can't wait to see you cry <laughs> or get laughed at because it's not scary at all and i'm just a big tart but there we go i will speak to you <laughs> next week my friend Catch you down the road, buddy. And to everyone else, as always, thank you for listening. I can't believe you're encouraging people to play with the bells. 